Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You can't forget how rare it is we have a situation with the Republican nominating process for president that you have a, a candidate who ran for president, won, tried to run for a second term, lost, and now is running again and is dominating, but it's just such a different environment. It's almost hard to, to figure it. And then, you know, one of the leading candidates to try to unseat Donald Trump drops out yesterday, and now it's basically a two-person race, and Nikki Haley has a day to sort of try to capitalize on it, and there's a lot of polling going on, a whole bunch of stuff. A, a good good friend, guy I spent a lot of time with four years ago in New Hampshire, very busy, and we're glad to have him for a couple of minutes, Chris Ryan, host of New Hampshire Today in New Hampshire, um, Chris, how you holding up? Good. How are you? Good well, to catch up. I'm good. It, it just seems just like like a weird one. I mean, there's been all these big articles written about New Hampshire and and how different it is this time. And some of the candidates didn't even set up multiple offices and so on and so forth. But people also forget you have a former president who's running for the nomination. I mean, how different is the feel of this one compared to ones? Because this is like your sixth one, right? Yeah, each race is different, right? And um, this one has felt different than the previous ones. You have a presumptive nominee in the Republican Party in Donald Trump, but it wasn't always that way. It was back a year ago. DeSantis was leading Trump in New Hampshire from 42% to 30% in you know, the UNH poll, and it felt like maybe this party was ready to move on. And I actually talked with DeSantis. I'm not sure if it was his last interview, but it was one of his last interviews as a candidate on Friday night. And it was kind of a retrospective, and he talked about some of the things that he didn't quite get, you know, coming into the race, didn't quite um, see what the the stronghold that Trump was that Trump was going to have over Republican voters, didn't quite see how conservative media was going to be so supportive of Trump, didn't see how you know Fox was going to let. Uh, Trump off the hook for skipping the first debate and say he, you know, won the debate. So um, this, it wasn't always this way. It felt like DeSantis a year ago had a shot, but I always thought that Trump was the guy at the end of the day. Yeah. And what it came down to, and then it's coming down to, is that if you're going to knock off an incumbent, if you're going to knock off a championship team, you have to beat them. And DeSantis and Haley have been far too passive throughout the course of this campaign when it comes to being the dominant figure in the Republican race, they have let him keep that as yeah. opposed to trying to take it away from him. Well, you know, it, and it's interesting in it, you know, I've talked to a lot of people and some Haley supporters 
you know, Tim Scott goes to Trump and DeSantis goes to Trump. They obviously were equivocating so they could have some political capital in case they lost. And no one except for Christie really planted a flag. And Christie didn't even support Haley. And he actually threw her under the bus on a hot mic. Uh, so my, my question about tomorrow, I mean, my assumption is Haley has to win to even have a prayer. And she doesn't maybe even have much of a prayer. But talk about the dynamics of voters and how it's not just – Register Republicans that can vote in this primary, and how many unaffiliated voters, you know, are there? What's the breakdown? So, it, it, undeclared voters are actually the majority. They're about forty-three percent, and the uh, Republicans and Democrats are in the you know, the thirties. Um, and those folks can vote in this election, and that is what Haley is banking on. She is banking on a huge amount of independent voters who don't like the prospect of a Biden-Trump matchup coming out and saying let's let's have you know another option or at least let's extend this campaign or this primary season you know a little bit here and you know really if you look at this country you know, trump has talked a lot about the silent majority I mean, the silent majority are people that you know, take their kids to practices and are have mortgages and are putting you know a lot of have a lot of costs but aren't necessarily all that engaged in politics you know if haley is going to have success she needs to hit those undeclared voters, those people that weren't thinking about voting tomorrow, but you know feel that there needs to be another choice other than Biden and and Trump. But I'm not sure how effective she's been, honestly, in communicating her message you know, to those folks and inspiring them and saying, you know, kind of creating a stark contrast between the reality of a Trump presidency versus what her presidency you know, would look like. Um, but those are the folks that she's going to have to hit if this is going to be competitive. She is going to have to bring out people that don't usually vote to vote. And that's a challenge for any candidate. Um, right. But we'll see what Haley's able to do. Uh, two quick questions here before we let you go. Chris Ryan from New Hampshire today joining us here on Brian and Company. One is the the Trump slip up at the rally, you know, sort of mistaking, you know, Pelosi for Haley when talking about January 6th. Was it, is that overblown or was that something that we should pay attention to? I mean, he's had a number of these types of uh, slip-ups, right? I mean, and that was a big one because he just kept saying Mickey Haley over and over again. He said it four times and didn't uh, didn't correct himself, uh, didn't realize, you know, that he was making a mistake. Um, and there's a lot of these things. And there's, quite honestly, there's been a, a huge difference in how Biden and Trump are covered on this stuff. And every mistake Biden makes, everybody says, oh, there's this liberal bias out there. But every mistake Biden makes as president is a huge deal, uh, as it should be. And Trump makes a lot of these misstatements and confusing uh, one person for another. He said a number of times that he ran against uh, Obama. Um, obviously, he never ran against Obama. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of these things with Trump. How much it's going to play, I don't know. But it plays into the narrative that uh, Haley has been pushing in her ads up here and that it's time to move on from the both of them and having – individuals of that age is highly problematic. So what's your take on who wins tomorrow? And if uh, it's not a good enough performance by Haley, is it all over? Yeah, I think that I think Trump's going to win tomorrow. I'm still up in the air about, you know, what the number is going to be. I feel like it's going to be uh, low double digits at this point in time, but let's see what happens here over the final day. New Hampshire's famous for late deciding uh, voters and we'll see if anything happens on the campaign trail here today, but I'm feeling like it's going to be a low double-digit victory for, for Trump here. Um, and the question for Haley is, is she able to convince donors that now that it's a two-person race, that she has a chance to 
uh, to beat Trump. It's going to come down to money more than anything else. That's why DeSantis got out. And if Haley gets out, it'll be because she doesn't have the financing to continue. I saw the picture of you on the set with NBC10 Boston. I'm disappointed you didn't wear the vest. No vest. I, I kept the vest at home. I, I was thinking of bringing it, but, but you weren't there, so there's no reason. Hey, it's great to catch up. Uh, hopefully at some point we'll have more time to, to break bread or whatever, but great job as usual. Thank you, Chris. Sounds good. Thanks, Brian. Uh, Chris Ryan from New Hampshire today here on Brian & Company. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.